Jeff, are there any more ways that we can tell people about Patreon? You mean patreon.com slash we have concerns? Yeah. We're, the we're, only way that the show is made possible? Right. The whole, the entire way we fund the show and the way that people can get extra episodes and early episodes and all kinds of bonus content. Do you think we've done that all the ways? Um, we haven't done a musical version. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Jeff, am I, am I cutting into your email time? Yeah. yeah am I cutting I, into your uh, to your iPad time? Well, you know, I have precious few hours of the day when I'm, you know, not playing Heroes of the Storm. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't want to. I don't even want to entertain that right now. <laughs> Welcome to We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about communication recently. Oh, uh, you're trying to build our relationship, strengthen it. Figure out ways that you and I can communicate more effectively to each other and to our audience. Uh, I think number one would be stop emailing when I'm talking to you. Well, I'm emailing you about this very issue right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, re that thing you just said. Re uh, that's like, <laughs> passive aggressive guy. <laughs> uh, I'm just texting you about what you're saying to me right now. Uh, you can read it whenever. You don't have to read it right now. Uh, no, I've been thinking about it because, um, you know, we've been doing, we've been doing a lot more, uh, live stuff, mm -hmm. interacting with people. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've, I've got to do a bunch of promotional stuff for the, uh, for the TV show for three scientists. Right. I'm going to be doing interviews and things and I'm not, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't make me nervous, but I, I do want to be sure that I'm kind of like, on message. Yeah, less on message. You want to be, got your talking points. Just less me. <laughs> Yeah. How do I be the... How do I get the, the authentic, the, not me I can be? Yeah, the pleasant, <laughs> communicative, <laughs> wants to talk to human beings version of myself. Right. So 180 degrees. Yeah, I'm yeah. really looking to change everything about myself in the next two weeks. Uh -huh. uh, but How have you been doing that? Well, I've been reading a lot of uh, articles ab about communication. I'm, I'm just sort of... I don't know. I've just been ever since we did that episode about the color blue. Right. I've been just been very interested in the specificity of language. And I came across this thing. Uh, what a difference a word can make, uh, how a single word can change your conversation. Uh, Elizabeth Stokoe is a researcher at the Salk Institute, and she studies conversations. Right. Uh, just how people communicate with one another and what sort of clues we get from each other and what sort of clues we miss she all the like time. She's a terrible person to hang out with. She's the worst person <laughs> to have lunch with. She's uh, just, just staring. staring at your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just, why are you looking at my lips? No but reason. She, she has found that in a lot of situations, the simple, the simple change of a single word in a sentence means everything. This is that Frank Lutz shit where they call it uh, the Clean Air Act and they call it the uh, Freedom the Fries. The Patriot Act. And, yeah, the Patriot the Act. The Patriot Oh, you it's don't that, like this act? Yeah. How? I guess you don't like clean air. It's weird that you hate America. Yeah. That's strange. Uh, Do you not breathe? Does your family not breathe? Uh, it's so manipulative. It's, I hate that shit. But it's less than... This is less about manipulation and this is more like... I think about it in terms of an anecdote that uh, Louis C.K. talked about once where he had a uh, he, he was talking about how he had a joke about ripping off his own asshole, throwing it against a wall and jumping through it like a portal. <laughs> and he knew it was funny, but he wasn't getting 
any laughs and he couldn't figure out why. And it was something, it was like the change of actually saying, instead of ripping my asshole off and throwing it against the wall, he said, ripping my asshole off and throwing my asshole against the wall because oh, it forced wow. people to visualize it. Wow. Um, Just that inflection like, change. And I could be getting it. I could be getting that particular detail messed up. I'm sure I am. But what Elizabeth Stoko has been doing is studying tiny conversational changes uh, like that that change the way people receive your point. Oh, so this aren't even big changes like Clean Air Act. No. Or, you know, th this is tiny little nuances. So one of the first things that I came across was really, really interesting. Uh, she lists a few examples. And the first one is uh, changing the word interested to willing in conversation. Hmm. Hey, uh, are you, uh, would you be interested in helping us move all this junk out of the community center basement? Nope. Uh, no, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not interested. Nope. That's not something I'm interested in. I'm not in. interested in that. Would you be willing to help us move this stuff out of the community center basement? Well, now if I say no, I'm an a-hole. Yes. Yeah. But you're not, but that's the thing. It's not manipulative. Right. It's just the difference in this single word. How right? it lands on you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I am absolutely not interested in a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not interested in most things I'm asked to do. Right. Well, would you would you be interested in uh, in staying late today? Fuck no. Right. No one's ever been interested in staying late. Right. Would you be willing to stay late? It's kind of positioning it between I, I'm I'm making a request of you yeah. or I'm throwing out an offer, right? Yeah. An offer you can turn down. A request now you have some sort of investment in the relationship that I have with the person who's asking me. Right. right? Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Like, would you, would you be, would you be willing to help me tear my asshole off take and this, throw it yeah. against the wall would to jump willing, through like a portal? Yeah. Would you be willing to help me dissolve this body in a vat of acid? Would you be willing? Well, As my friend, would you be willing? I'll tell you this. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not, not interested. That's not in what it. I asked. That isn't what you asked. Good point. <laughs> uh, I will, because we're buddies, Yeah. I will help you dissolve this body in a vat of acid. And I'm also not going to ask who it is, what happened. Well, it's a hooker. Well, you told me now. Yeah. Well, it's a hooker and it's because I have very specific needs <laughs> in order to finish. Let me guess. She wasn't willing. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's little things like that. And it's also the order that you ask things in, mm -hmm. uh, can change things too. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Will you come over to my house? Yeah. Sure. Will you come into the bathroom? Yes. Will you look at the bathtub? Yes. Sure. Will you help Are me? Are you willing <laughs> to help me willing. dissolve this hooker's body? Well, now I'm ass. pot committed. Yeah. Uh, I've, 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 I've come this far. Yeah, exactly. Now that falls into sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> exactly. You drove all the way over. Uh, you spent the gas I'm money. I'm not going to waste my afternoon not helping you dissolve you, this body. You found a parking spot. <laughs> that alone. Like right out front. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, the order in which you ask people things. So a company, uh, some salespeople in the, beginning of the, uh, in the beginning of the phone will ask like, how did you hear about us? Mm-hmm. Some people, some salespeople will wait until the end of the call. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, how'd you hear about us? Yeah. Um, for some reason, asking how did you hear about us in the beginning of a sales call or a follow-up sales call made people very unlikely to buy anything huh. or stay on the phone. 
But asking at the end, people were just like willing to let people know. Something about how did you hear about us makes it seem like a formal interview. Interesting. How did you hear about us? Well, I'm not buying anything. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) May I ask how you heard about us? Oh, you're just checking off a list of shit you have to ask Maybe that's what it is. Cool. Great. Awesome. How did I hear about it? It doesn't fucking matter. Well, maybe it also, maybe it, it, it transfers the conversation from talking to a person to talking to an entity Mm -hmm. that represents a larger corporation. How did you hear about us is like, oh, right. You aren't, I'm not talking to a person, but when a particularly effective sales call, in fact, I just had this recently. A woman called me from a local theater company that I had bought tickets from before. And she, I swear to God, even as it was working on me, I knew what was happening and I consciously thought in my head, this chick deserves freaking employee of the year. She was so good at engaging me in conversation as a human being. And because I've actually done that job before, I actually have worked for a theater company where I had to call out to people and get them to buy tickets. Yeah. I knew what she was doing. But I was, it was also so effective and she was so better at it than I ever was that I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to engage her in conversation. And it was six hours later, I'm in a desert. Yeah. You know, outside of Vegas with a body, with, with a, a body, hooker, with a hooker, with some amazing <laughs> seats to blue man group. I mean, fine seats. <laughs> they were fine. And that's what's really, that was what was really amazing about her in the call is yeah. like, did I help her dissolve that body? Yes. yes. Did I wind up going to see Blue Man Group? I did. Was I happy with the tickets? I'm not going to say I was unhappy with them. I but was it would have t- been more center. could have been more center, more closer. I was a little tired from digging the grave. <laughs> I was a little smelly from the acid. I had like, my eyes were a little uncomfortable. And you know what? Blue does not come out of clothing. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Nor does red. <laughs> it's red. Uh, <laughs> I, was just, I was just covered in purple. <laughs> That looks like a man who has killed and seen good theater. You can tell by the particular shade of violet that is splotching his entire body. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there, there are all these little things like, and it's, and it's funny because I know that I'm not particularly great in conversation. Like, it's something I that I know about true. myself. I think I'm fine, but I think that's not like a fishing thing i'm just kind of saying like i know that there are some people let's talk about uh somebody who's good in conversation let's talk about say our buddy brian brushwood who hosts night attack he's exceptionally good in conversation he that's what i'm talking about and and i think people that only listen to his fantastic podcasts and internet shows Mm -hmm. know that he is a captivating personality but if you haven't actually like had dinner with him I think we're talking about a different thing than his online personality. Yes, absolutely. Like just natural sitting there conversation. He's riveting and fun and interesting. But he's also a guy, and and I think this is why I'm not great, is because I'm just now deciding that I should learn. And this, this is one of the things where like the word that I associate with this is probably what makes me not want to do it. Techniques. Well, that's conversational like- Techniques. That's the wrong way to go about it. I right? will agree with you there. I, I think that if you if you're but a robot Brian is brain, a dude, but Brian is a dude who reads these books yeah, and like does these true. Things, but he applies it 
towards being a good and better person. Right. But like, it's just all this shit that's like in the self help or the or the business or the motivational. And you well, read it, and you're a, just like, oh fuck you, fuck you, Dale Carnegie or whoever the fuck you yeah. are. No, uh, Brian is a you know rich Brian dad, is a, poor dad, live the secret. Fuck you, fuck you. I want to be a real person. Do you, do you get where I'm coming from? I do. I do. I think that uh, I think your robot brain trying to add new computing lines of programming and you know to go oh well I should change you know it to willing instead of interested and all that stuff I think that's the wrong way to go about it it may be effective it makes me feel shady it makes me feel shady to try to integrate things that aren't and and it's fun I, I think it's also because I associate it with performance right like because I work on camera, yeah, I associate changes to my personality with changes in performance. Right. Here are things I need to do to be better on camera. Here are things I need to do to be better, uh, a better host, a better communicator. And so when I do those things in my real life, I feel false in a way. But what is the difference between that and just aphorisms you've heard growing up? You know, wisdom handed down from your. I parents? don't follow those either. Like, like, fuck like, what no, my parents said. Like, like, fuck what's knitted on a pillow. No, like, have a firm handshake or look a person in the no, eye. Limp or, handshake. <laughs> you are a limp handshake. Limp handshake. Look a person directly in their ear so they think there's something fucking wrong with their ear. Look Stares directly their mouth bet- like the editor of this article. Yeah, look, di- look directly in between their two front teeth so they think there's always something stuck in it. Mm. Or look at your watch. That's a great way to do things. If you're not wearing a watch, look at your wrist like you're wearing a watch. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't think those are effective. I don't know, but that's what I do. That's who I am. And I can't change that. That's Jeff. not true. You, you, ch- you, you are a very, uh, engaging personality in real life and just casually. You, Shoot you are with your mouth open. <laughs> that's something that I always told myself. There are a lot of things where I, I want to go against the grain. I got to be my own person. Keep Jeff. your fly unzipped at all times. Half mast at best. <laughs> it's a slant rhyme and that's how you remember it. Yeah. Smart. No, it's a good aphorism. <laughs> oh man. No, I. You know, I think Brian. He's he's like he's got that con artist mentality as well. He's a scam school host, right? There, there are ways. There are these things that you can force yourself to do, but I don't think they necessarily have to come at. You don't have to come at it from a manipulative well, perspective. I, it can be just like have a fern ham cheek. That makes you a better person. I, I still disagree. I still think it should be limp and weird. Um, clammy at best. Clammy, limp, and Lick weird. Lick your hand first. Clammy, limp, it. and weird is how I shake hands. It's how I am in bed. Uh, this is how I This is how I live my life. Yeah. CLW. That. It's the CLW technique. Clammy, clammy limp, limp, weird. weird. Uh-huh. Uh, they were a fantastic oh. comedy troupe from the 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Clammy's here. That's <laughs> it. Oh, Limp and Weird are coming for just a little bit after him. Somebody hold on to this. Don't give it to Limp. Whoa. Oh, no. Uh, they did not catch on. We and need a bank loan. Don't send Weird. And, <laughs> and also looking back, uh, they were not the most inclusive troop. No. No. They, they really were not uh, great about people and people that were different. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were the they were the one group that I really thought should have been blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, and I think you, you touched on something, which is 
I I also associate these things with their natural extremes, which is, you know, the people at uh, sales rich seminars, but also like on the internet, I associate it with the people who are really into like NLP, you know, like neuro-linguistic programming. Oh, right. You know, these are things you can do to get people to do what you want or like pick up artists and things like that. Learn the game and like, they'll never be able to say no. And it's like, cool. I'll just manipulate people weird yeah so so this article yeah but this article can is change not about one that. little yeah. word here or there there's a lot of power in that and there's a lot it's a little would bit- you be willing to admit that i'm on to something though I would be willing to admit that. Yeah! I'm not interested in it. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I I think that it's actually pretty frightening to me how easily manipulated or how e- how easy just language can change your opinion of something. And that's that mm-hmm. Frank Lutz shit that I really hate. How just framing something in a certain way, saying things like, you know, bureaucratic bigwigs and, and you know, all these button phrases and things that people whose job it is to frame the discussion will use as manipulation well it was that bothers me it's like it was like watching that interview between ted cruz and stephen colbert and watching stephen colbert come from a place of genuine like here's the information and i have these questions about it as a human being and like i'm coming at you as like a person person to person and watching ted cruz kind of do like overly politician key phrase hit the word stay on message yeah say something in a way where you can't really pin me down like it's very uh, i don't know so i i think i am probably exaggerating it but we are susceptible to it and that's the other thing that makes me feel weird about integrating these things is i don't want to take advantage of things people are susceptible to yeah you know yeah. But I will kind well, of change the a best few advice, of these things. The be- <laughs> I, I, will, I am going to do it because, like I said, I I don't care. Best advice I ever humans. got in this context about sort of being engaging. And I think this is one of those things that comes from a genuine place and it doesn't have to feel manipulative is interested is interesting. When you are genuinely interested in what someone else is saying, it's interesting to them. They are they are engaged because you find them fascinating. I want you to know that you still have your iPad in your hand. I well, you know, I've got some other things I want to send to you later. Like I just this have you is seen this big... cat image? Oh my god, it's adorable. Oh, the one, the one, <laughs> the one cat on the internet. Uh, how do you guys feel about this? Uh, Elizabeth Stoko actually has created a thing called CARM, a uh, conversation analytic role play method. She has a TED talk about it. We'll put a link in the in the thing. You can see she's kind of training people to be able to communicate better and and framing it that way is a way that. I enjoy, but she's also framing it in a way. Does she? Is her motto for this uh, keep calm and use better words? Hey, go fuck yourself. You can tweet <laughs> to us what you think about these things. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And uh, hey, if you uh, if you have seen something recently that you think we should discuss on the show, you can head to our subreddit. That's wehaveconcerns.reddit.com or send it to us at wehaveconcernsshow at gmail.com. 